Our scripture reading this morning is from Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 12. You'll find it printed on the front of your bulletin as well as on the screen. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have begotten you? Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his servants flames of fire. But of the Son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and the righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And in the beginning, Lord, you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like clothing. Like a cloak, you will roll them up. And like clothing, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will never end. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. a simple thing to do, but what does it mean to you? We've been looking at this nativity scene for literally a month of Sundays. But now, today, the white candle is lit, the baby is here. What does that mean? you. Lord Jesus, we rejoice in this day. We celebrate that you are God with us. We look forward to what you will do in us and with us in the year to come. Abide with us. Abide in our hearts. Abide in this church. Wherever we go, let us give birth to you again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
a young lady busied herself getting for a blind date. Now, this was not like the date that Lisa went on, where one of her co-workers said, here, let's go take a look at the new sheep that's been born, and offered her half of a candy bar on the way over there, and called it dinner in a movie. You can tell me later. This guy had class. This guy had class. Her new suitor had planned dinner at a very exclusive restaurant downtown with live music, live dancing, wanting to make a good impression she had taken the day off from work. She cleaned her apartment. She had her hair done and got a manicure. When she got home, she did her makeup, put on her best dress, and was ready for her date to arrive. His expected arrival time came and went. But she continued to wait patiently. Finally, after waiting over an hour, she decided she had been stood up. So she took off her dress, let down her hair, put on her pajamas, gathered all her favorite junk food in the house, and sat down to watch television with her dog. Now sometime later, there was a knock at the door. It was her date. He looked at her surprised and said, What? I give you an extra two hours and you're still not ready to go? Are you ready? Are you ready for Christmas? We hear that question every year, don't we? And now we have 365 days to get ready. And for some of us, that still won't be enough time. The truth is, after reading these verses from the letter to the Hebrews, I am not sure it is even possible for us to be ready for Christmas. We read them so easily, but if we take them to heart, these verses are overwhelming in their description of who that is lying in that manger. He is the Son of God. He is the heir of all things. And I've just gotten in two, into two in, on the list. The Son of God, the heir of all things. He is the agent of creation. He is the perfect expression of God's perfect love. He is the glory of heaven. He is both priest and sacrifice to purge away 
our sins. How can we possibly get ready for that? He sits at the right hand of God. He is infinitely superior to the angels. He is the radiance of God's glory. He is the revelation, the Word made flesh. He is king over all kings. How are we possibly going to get ready for that? He put on humanity so that we might put on divinity. He became the child of earthly parents so that we might become the children of God. Did you just think there was a baby lying in that manger? Hebrews reminds us that this is no time for baby talk. When this baby was born, he was the same age as his heavenly father and eons older than his earthly mother. When Mary prayed, it was her gurgling, cooing son who heard her prayers and answered them. Get ready for that? Get ready for that? Do we really know what we are saying when we say Jesus is the reason for the season? Yes, Jesus is the reason for the season. But for every Christian, Jesus is also the reason for our careers and for our retirements. Jesus is the reason for our bank accounts and for our investments. Jesus is the reason for our education, for our learning for our sharing it with the world. Jesus is the reason for our marriage, for our family, and for our singleness. When Jesus is at the center of our lives, then Jesus is the reason for everything we say, everything we do, everything we are, and everything we ever hope. To be. That just might be the only real way for us to get ready for Christmas, to truly make Jesus the reason for everything in our lives. I read this week about a woman who telephoned a friend and asked how her friend was doing. Terrible was the reply. My head is splitting. My back and legs are killing me. The cat knocked over the Christmas tree, and I caught the kids opening their presents early. Those kids are driving me crazy. The house is a mess. 
and I'm so tired that my get up and go has got up and went. Very sympathetically, the caller said, listen, go and lie down. I'll come over right away. I'll cook lunch for you and the kids, and I'll clean your house. You just get some rest. I'll take care of the children. Well, by the way, how is Sam? Sam, the worn-out woman asked. Who is Sam? Oh my, the first woman gasped. I must have called the wrong number. I'm so sorry. There was a pause. Then the fatigued mother asked, Are you still coming over? <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the way a lot of people get ready for Christmas as something to endure as something to get through with exhaustion, praying for the day they can put away all the lights and decorations and haul off the Christmas tree for recycling. But I like the way a blogger said it so wonderfully well. Jesus never practiced medicine Yet he has healed more broken hearts and bodies than all the doctors combined. Jesus is the star of astronomy, the rock of geology, the lion and the lamb of zoology, the harmonizer of all discords. Herod could not kill him, Satan could not seduce him, death could not destroy him, and the grave could not hold him. How do we get ready for Christmas? For this child? For Jesus? You know, something awesome, even amazing, happens in verse 3. But it's so easy to overlook at this time of year when you have angels filling the sky and just appearing and disappearing and babies being born to virgins. You know, it kind of gets overshadowed a little bit. But it's a simple verse. Verse 3 tells us that Jesus sat down. Well, of course He did. We recognize that fact almost every Sunday in this church. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. But Jewish people hearing that Jesus sat down would have had their hearts moved. There would have been tears in their eyes because Jewish people knew that there were no seats in the temple. Priests in the temple never sat down because their work was never done. They were always making sacrifice four hours a day in the temple. There were no pauses. There were no, no lulls. Their work was never done. 
continually offering sacrifices for the sins of God's people. When Jesus sat down, the message was very clear. My work is done. Long ago, your sins were forgiven. Today, your sins are forgiven. 365 days to get ready for this Christ. Use them well. Amen.